Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran, tayyiban, mubarakan fih, kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, al-nasihul amin. Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah Continue going over the We continue going over some important reflection on important matters in light of the Quran and the Sunnah Ten traits or ten aspects of good character. Ten traits of good character. We have reached the seventh trait or aspect of good character. The seventh etiquette as the uh, Mu'allif, the Musannif, he goes on and he says, And seventhly, رد التثاؤب ما استطعت and that is the repelling of the yawn as much as one possibly can وأمسك بيدك على فيك and to cover your mouth with your hand ولا تقول and do not say uh, uh, and the like meaning that sound that individuals they make when they yawn يعني uh, and the like. وذكر مصنف رحمة الله عليه الأدب السابع. So he mentions the author. He mentions the seventh category, or the, excuse me, the seventh trait of good character. من أداب العشرة from the ten traits of good character. وهو يتعلق بأدب التثاؤب. It is connected to the etiquette, the etiquette of yawning, the etiquette of yawning. وفيه ثلاث مسائل and it has three different affairs attached to it there are three different affairs attached to this في قوله inside of his statement we find the first of it meaning inside of his statement رد التثاؤب رد التثاؤب ما استطعت to repel the yawn as much as you possibly can the sheikh he mentions he says التثاؤب هو خروج الهوى من من الفم دون النفخ. It is the expelling. It is the expelling of air from one's mouth. It is the expelling of air through one's mouth, but it is not attributed or there's no nothing يعني uh, spittle or anything like this um, يعني that uh, comes out with it yeah is dispelling yani generally the expelling of air from one's from one's mouth naam fa idha dafa'a dhalika al-hawa min al-jawf al-'abd umira bi an yaruddahu so when this air comes out when it emanates from a person's diaphragm then they are commanded to try to repel it as much as they possibly can وَرَدُّهُ هُوَ هَبْسُ وَكَتْمُ 
And what is meant by repelling it, then it means that you try your best to limit it. You try your best to hold it back, yani, to hold it back and to limit it. And he does it as much as he possibly can. Or she does it as much as she possibly can. And that is to hold back yani, by resisting from opening their mouths as wide as possible. Right? That they hold back by tri- striving to close their mouths as much as as much as possible. Right? Um, and the like. Right? Now, so again, the yawn, the expelling of air from one's from one's uh, from one's mouth, not attributed with any type of blowing or any type of spittle or, any, or anything of this nature, but it's just the the air that comes out that emanates from the diaphragm, and then it comes out yeah, when one yawns. So the first of these affairs of these of these three masa'id is that we should try to limit it as much as possible. Inshallah Taala, we're going to come. And we're going to see what is intended and what is meant by that in more depth and in more detail. Ta'ala. The second of the affairs and the etiquettes that are linked to yarning, then that can be found inside of a statement, And to cover your mouth with your hands, right? To cover your mouth with your hands. Meaning that you take your hand and you put it over your mouth. That you take your hand and you put it over your mouth and there's proof and evidence as it relates to this that inshallah ta'ala we will come to however the the shaykh he mentions and this is important to mention because the question may arise okay it is understood what is meant by utilizing your mouth or utilize your hand excuse me to cover your mouth that you use your hand to cover your mouth however which hand do you use is it your right hand or is it your left hand which hand should you use right so the Shaykh he mentions he says that Al Akmal Min Hal. He said, and what is more complete as relates to you using their hands here or which hand that you use here, it will be that which is most suitable for the situation, that which is most appropriate given the situation. And then he goes on to explain what he means by that, right? Because you have a, you have two scenarios here. You have two scenarios here. The Shaykh he mentions, he says, فَإِنْ كَانَ الْفَمْ لَيْسَتْ فِيهِ رَائِحَ كَرِيهَ He said, if the, if the mouth is fresh, okay, if your, if your mouth is fresh, your breath, it is fresh, be it because you have just finished using the siwak, or you have just finished brushing your teeth with yani, regular toothbrush and the like, right? Then, uh, in this type of scenario, when the mouth it is fresh, نعم, منه ما and there's not going to emanate. You don't, know, it runs the greater possibility that it is not going to emanate from your mouth anything from those that will be from those substances that are uh, repugnant, right? Uh, fluids and the like. Right, uh, then in this scenario, in this scenario, then this person will use their right hand, then they will use their right hand, right? So, if they believe and that there's not going to come anything out of their mouth 
that will be from those substances that are uh, repugnant or from those substances that people generally they don't like then they are to use their right hand right but if there has the possibility of some substances that are coming out of a person's mouth because that person is sick for example because they are ill right um, so there's a possibility that there may be some phlegm that comes out with it or yeah, something of that nature and the like from these things, these fluids that yeah, people generally and typically they have an aversion to then in that then in that case if there will come something out of the mouth that which will put these substances upon the hands from these things in which they are harmful or they are from yani irritants and annoying to people and the like then they will use or then he or she they will use what their left hand then they will use the left hand right so if the mouth is fresh right the breath is fresh because they have just brushed their teeth or something like this right then and they don't fear that there will come out of their mouth any type of desire uh, any type of um, undesirable fluids that they will come out of their mouth any type of undesirable fluids and the like then in that case they will utilize their right hand but if they feel that some yeah any undesirable um, fluids may have the possibility of coming out and touching their hand or yeah, any coming out of their mouth in general then in that case they will use their their left hand الكف, and what is more complete yani what akmal the shaykh he mentions what is more complete is that they will use they will use the top of their hand right and not the bottom of their hand right so they will use this side of their hand to cover their mouth so they will cover their mouth like such right and they will not use the palm of their hand to cover their mouth they will not use the palm of their hand to cover their mouth but they will use the top side of their hand to cover their mouth and the reason for this the sheikh he mentions that the reason for the utilization of, of, of this portion of the hand is uh, two benefits can be gained from it if it is the right hand in which is used if the, if it is the right hand and which is used uh, in, in, in the case where, for example, or the reason why you won't use the, the, yani, the palm if it comes to using your right hand is because your right hand typically, or your right hand, not typically, but your right hand is the hand that you eat with. Your right hand is the hand that you eat with, right? So in the event that something comes out of your mouth that is undesirable, it won't touch the portion of your hand that you actively eat with. Okay, so this is why you will use the the back side of your hand when when covering your mouth. Now, if it is the left side of the hand, if using the the left hand, for example, and the wisdom on why you will use the back of the hand and not the palm of your hand, is that the palm of your hand of your left hand, then this is that in which an individual utilizes for unclean things. This is that which an individual utilizes 
when cleaning themselves after answering the call of nature. This is the hand that uh, yani a person will use for these type of things. So, you will use the top portion of your hand in the event that if there are any traces, if there are any traces of any type of najasa, any type of unpure substance, if there are any traces that may still be upon the hand, even after washing the hand and the like, then they will not have the opportunity to touching a person's mouth. You won't, they won't, you won't allot the opportunity so that your mouth will be touched by the likes of, uh, of these things or these traces which may be upon the hand. So in that case, utilizing the top portion of the hand, then it will be safer, uh, yani, uh, so as to not bring your mouth into contact with any of the substances that are from Najasa. The third issue, the third issue, وَمَسْأَلَ الثَّالِثَ فِي is inside of his statement, وَلَا تَقُولْ and it's well known, يعني, وَهُوَ صَوْتٌ يَصْدُرُ إِذَا تَمَادَ الْمُتَثَائِبِ مِنْ يَعْنِي فِي فَغْرِفِيهِ Is that sound which comes out of a person's mouth when they yawn and they open their mouth wide. And they open their mouth wide. That type of sound and noise that emanates from an individual's mouth. Um, it is not from good adept. That an individual, when they yawn, they would just throw their heads back يعني, and open up their mouths wide like this, making this noise. This is not from good adab, but rather that they will strive to limit the amount in which their mouth it opens so as to minimize this sound يعني, or, or to يعني, uh, totally do away with the likes of this sound and they minimize the portion that their mouth will open. Um, this is from the etiquettes of, of yawning. Not that a person just opens their mouths wide, so you can see the yugula and the like, and then they make this noise. This is not from good adab. This is not from good adab. On this, so we can understand a little better before going into the proofs and the evidences, a person actually, Uthaymeen, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, and this was recorded in the Fatawa, Nur al Darb. They asked Ashir Uthaymeen, Rahmatullah alayhi, Had Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana yada yadahu al yumna am al yusra am yadahuma ma'an ala fi al tahir. He said, Did the Prophet, did the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did he place his right hand over his mouth when yawning, or did he place his left hand? Over his mouth when yawning, or did he place both of his hands over his yani, pure mouth when he yawned? He mentions, he says that he said, I don't know. That the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he put his hand over his mouth, when he yawned. He said, "I don't know that he put his hand over his mouth when he yawned." What in the meaning that, and what he means by this is that there is no text 
that says that the Prophet ﷺ did it with this hand or that hand. This is what the Shaykh is alluding to. Is that as far as his action, then we don't know from his action. There's not a narration from his action that says what he did when he yawned. He says, well, He said, but rather we have the command of what to do from his statement. We have the command of what to do from his statement. When the Prophet ﷺ, when he commanded a man of what to do when he yawns, or a woman, what to do when they yawn. And, meaning that they withhold their yarn. And what is meant by withhold their yarn, it means that they prevent the extreme opening of their mouth, or they prevent the opening of their mouth, as much as they possibly can do. Right, so they would withhold, and they would, yani, strive to limit, to the extent that their mouth it opens. So if a person is able to close their mouth, all the way when they yawn, right, without making any type of yawning noise, that is well known, and the like, then this is a good thing, and they would have fulfilled. The command of the Prophet where he said that a person they fight their yarn. They fight it. They meaning that they fight their mouth and restrict their mouth from opening all the way like this. And if they are unable to do it, if they're unable to fully keep their mouth closed while they are yarning, then they will he will place his hand over his mouth. Then he Yani Sallallahu commanded that an individual place their hand over their mouth, right? Uh, he said whether that is by putting the right hand or that is by putting the left hand, Al Muhim, what is important, what is important is that they do not allow their mouth from opening up really wide while while yawning. Now, now, is that they do not allow their mouth from opening up very wide while while yawning. This is what is muhim. Now, this is what is muhim. And the ulama, you may find different statements from the ulama as it relates to what hand to use when you yarn and given scenarios. We've heard what the Shaykh he mentioned, Shaykh Saleh and Usaymi, as relates to what hand you use and what portion of the hand you use. Naam, what hand you use and what portion of the hand you use. You have others from the ulama, they mention that if a person yarns and they're going to use their right hand, then they can use the palm of the right hand when they yarn. Why? Because typically the right hand is what is cleaner than the left hand. And if they utilize the left hand, then they should use the top portion of their hand when they when they yarn. Then they should use the top portion of their hand when uh, when they yarn. This is what others of the ulama have mentioned. As 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 aforementioned here, Sheikh Saleh al Usaymi, he says that to utilize the top portion of either hand is that which takes more precedence due to the due to the reasons that were aforementioned due to the reasons that were aforementioned 
Um, I mentioned what the other ulama have said as it relates to what hand to utilize when you when you yarn and which portion of the hand. So as to highlight the statement of Shaykh Uthaymeen, rahimahullah ta'ala, when he says, Al-Muhim, Allah yabuqa famahu maftuha. What is important is that they do not leave the mouth just open, left alone like that when they when they yarn. So what is important is that you use a hand if uh, needed when you yarn. So as to restrict the way or to restrict yani to what degree the mouth it opens and that you cover that up yani for whatever amount of the mouth opens when a person yawns now there comes hadith with dalil yani a person will come and say okay what is the proof and the evidence uh, for this uh, there comes a hadith hadith mutafiqun alayh Meaning that it's been collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim inside of their two collection of authentic hadith. And Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. On the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Haythu qal, anna Allah yuhibbu al-qas. That Allah, he loves the... Uh, the sneezes. وَيَكْرَهُ التَّثَاؤُبِ And he hates the yarns. فَإِذَا عَطَسَ فَحَمِلَ اللَّهِ فَحَقٌ عَلَى كُلِّ مُسْلِمٌ سَمِعَهُ أَنْ يُشَمِّتَهُ That if a person sneezes and then they praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then it is the right of every Muslim, or it is binding upon every Muslim who hears it, that they say unto that person, Yarhamukullah. Naam. And we went over the adab of sneezing in last week's class. We went over the adab of sneezing in last week's class. So inshallah ta'ala, for those yani, who are in need of referring back to that, then refer back to last week's class. Bismillah ta'ala for more on the on the etiquette of sneezing. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, but as relates to yarning, naam shaytan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that the yarning then verily it is from the shaytan. So a person should fight it as much as they possibly can. Naam, so a person should fight it as much as they possibly can. And if they make that noise, يعني, that noise that people make when they yarn, then shaitan laughs at him. Naam, if they make that noise when they yarn, the shaitan laughs at him. And then hence, now in that we see the proof and the evidence for the statement of the author as relates to this particular يعني, issue. An etiquette, and that is of yarning. That you restrict and you fight the yarn as much as you can. And also, and that you do not make that noise that the people they make when they when they yarn. So we find in that proofs and evidence for uh, that portion which was mentioned. Muslim, and it's been collected by Muslim and Abi Sa'id al-Khudari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu 
قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said إذا تثاب أحدكم فليمسك بيده على فيه the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said if one of you yawns then let him let him put his hand over his mouth then let him put his hand over his mouth and in that we see a dalil for the statement of the author where he said wa amsik biyadika ala and cover your mouth with your hand and cover your mouth with your hand naam so there is the proof and the evidence yani for that portion of the statement of the of the sheikh the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he goes on or he went on to say fa inna shaytan yadkhulu because yeah, in the shaitan, yeah, yeah, the khul, because the shaitan, why, yeah, from the wisdoms that we cover our mouths with our hands, because the shaitan is, yeah, trying to get in, right? The shaitan, yeah, is trying to, to get in. And there comes inside of another wording uh, of this particular hanith. And if one of you, uh, yawns نعم إذا تثاوب أحدكم في الصلاة فليكظم ما استطاع if one of you yawns while in prayer then let them fight it as much as they possibly can then let them fight it as much as they possibly can and as mentioned from Shah Uthameen what is intended and meant by that they fight the yawn meaning that they prevent their mouth from opening, they prevent their mouth from opening uh, as much as they possibly can, and they restrict the amount that their mouth opens while they are yawning. Naam. So again, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Ida tathawaba ahadukum, faliyumsik biyadihi ala fi." When one of you yawns, then let him place his hand over his mouth. It is incumbent and it is important that we utilize the likes of this etiquette, of these mannerisms, and that we do not underplay them, but but, but, but rather that we adorn ourselves with the likes of these beautiful manners, because this is from the guidance of the deen. And alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has guided us to a deen that is perfect, and we have therein guidance for every aspect of our lives. <clears throat> we have therein guidance for every aspect of our lives. So it is incumbent and it is a must that we learn the proper etiquettes of the deen as taught inside of the Quran and inside of the Sunnah that we adorn ourselves with the likes of these characteristics and these traits that we teach our children the likes of these characteristics and the likes of these traits, which is any of extreme importance that we do so, um, and that we show others, because all of this it is from good dawah. It is from good dawah. When the people see the outstanding mannerisms, the manners of the Muslims and the like, then this will be from those things that will help in facilitating perhaps the opening of their ear as relates to any da'wah that may emanate from the Muslim and yani, as opposed 
to being upon horrible manners, to having horrible character, and so on and so forth, that will only serve as a hindrance from people wanting to hear anything we may have to say, a hindrance from people wanting to hear anything that we may try to offer them from the guidance in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has guided us to. So that what is muhim is that we do not allow our bad behavior, our actions to be a hindrance in calling people to Allah's deen, but rather that we beautify our actions with the guidance of Al-Islam, we beautify our manners by applying the guidance to Islam and having them yani, governed by the guidance of the deen, because in that beautification from the way that we speak, from the way that we interact, yani, from the way that we sneeze, from the way that we yawn, so on and so forth, all of it, yani, the guidance of the deen is reflected in all of it. And this would help in presenting the deen to other people. This will help in, in calling others to this beautiful deen, this deen of al-Islam. And if we do not learn the likes of these things, then we would be incapable of being upon it. If we do not learn the likes of these things, we would be incapable of sharing it. The one who is deprived of something, they will be incapable of giving it. So it is a must and it is a commit that we learn and we study from ilm, that we learn and we study from knowledge, that which will allow us to benefit ourselves and then to potentially become a benefit for others. And then the Shaykh, he gets into the next uh, trait, the next outstanding mannerism uh, from the ten traits of good character. But bi-ithnillahi ta'ala, we will save that until next week's class. فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا الْقَدَرِ وَصَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آنِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَجَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا